Good afternoon, good evening, South Sudan, and welcome to another episode of Gender Talk 211. My name is Eva Lopa, and with me in the studio today is someone very amazing with a career path that is never expected. We've never heard of in South Sudan. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Guest, you're almost welcome. Please introduce yourself. Thank you, Eva. Good, good afternoon or good evening? Good afternoon, good evening, all works. All right, good afternoon, good evening to all our listeners and all our viewers. My name is Sawa Suzy, and I am a certified relationship and sex coach. Relationship and sex conversations is the topic of our conversation today. How are, yeah. you, how are you, Salwa? How are you doing? <laughs> Welcome to Advanced Youth Radio. Thank you very much. I am happy to be here. Your um, first time here. Yes, and it's my first time here too. I'm happy to have you here. Of course, I have many, many, many questions. But first, mm -hmm. let me get to know you and let the audience get to know you as well. So tell me a bit more about yourself and this career choice of a relationship and sex coach. What does this mean? Now, uh, <laughs> of course, this is something that many people do not expect of, especially a South Sudanese girl, given our culture and, you know, our upbringing as well. I think here, the most jobs that we are allowed to, you know, take on are things like, oh, you should be a doctor or you should be a nurse or a teacher, at least. But with my kind of career path, it has raised a lot of questions, uh, especially um, the audience. Uh, my family is quite okay with it, but um, everybody else is still a bit rigid, but slowly by slowly they're starting to come around it. Now, um, my reason really for doing this was um, given that I grew up in Uganda, and even when you grow up outside of South Sudan, in your household, it will always be South Sudan. So, um, and my relatives, of course, I was always connected to all our relatives and all of that. But um, looking around, I felt like a lot of people were going through suffering in relationships. It was more like um, misery. People get into relationships or into marriages to get miserable, which I never understood. And um, I don't think we came into this world to be miserable. <laughs> I don't right. believe in that. I think we came into this world to be happy people and to fulfill our purpose here. So um, having seen that growing up, and um, of course, even when I came back to South Sudan, it was still the same situation. Whenever I looked around people, I felt there was still suffering and misery in relationships and in marriages. So I took it upon myself and thought, I'm going to go out and learn how to be in a healthy relationship where you're actually happy and not suffering. And when I do learn that, I want to come back and help someone learn that too, so that they can also be able to acquire happiness in marriage or in relationships. Got you. So how did you do that? Because you're certified from yes. what I hear. This yeah. is a certified relationship and sex coach ladies and gentlemen so how did you obtain that certification where did you get it from uh, so I acquired my certification uh, from Allison University in the Republic of Ireland and of course given my kind of field uh, continuous education and continuous development is essential because um, relationships change depending talked about in a way that is public um, even relationships, people are not used to talking about relationships in an open way. And I think that is also 
due to how working to a professional or to someone that has the skill set helps you to actually get through some of those hurdles in relationships. Absolutely. Very true. And um, since you started, do you have any clients right now? Yes, I have clients that I've been coaching. Actually, some of have already completed their coaching sessions, but I also have some who are still undergoing the coaching. Okay. And what has been their feedback? Well, actually, most of them have been really uh, positive. Of course, uh, at the beginning, things are quite difficult because when you go out and try to involve a third party in your relationship, there's always the fear of, can I trust them? But um, I always make it clear to my clients that when you come to me, I offer you a platform where trust is, first of all, very important. Because for you to come to me and open up about your relationship, something you consider very private and intimate, I have to be able to offer you that space where you where it's safe a safe space where you can feel that okay i can open up to the depth of my problems and be able to tell her so i create that safety space for my clients trust for them to basically talk about yeah. discuss any problems mm -hmm. that they mm -hmm. do have mm -hmm. and then finding us finding a solution yeah for, for them sure. so it's a form of therapy well uh, therapy and coaching but I call it coaching because uh, with therapy you only do a lot of talking so therapy most of the time focuses on the problem but when you bring in coaching you're then now focusing on okay we know that this is the problem but what is the solution so coaching is more solution oriented than therapy so oh. that's why I felt coaching for me is more important or more needed, especially in my society, because yes, we know what the problems are. And of course, what can we do then? We require to have solutions to those problems. Okay, so we're getting coached to have healthier relationships. Yes. Better love lives, mm -hmm. let me mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's let's use me as an example. Let's try that. Let's, let's do a session right now. Let's do five minutes session. Yeah. Okay, so I just came in. Mm -hmm. um, what is the first thing that you say? Oh, hello, Eva, you're welcome. Thank you How very may much. I help you today. Um, it's weird for me to be here, first of all. Okay. But um, I have some relationship problems. Right. Do you uh, mind telling me what is going on? The problem is I don't have a relationship. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I can't find someone, you know, to love. What do, what do I do? Now, first of all, um, do you want to get into a relationship? I don't know. Mm. I see what you did there. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Wow. <laughs> you almost got me talking about myself. That was very good. Right. So Okay. Yeah. I, I, I believe you. That tickled something mm -hmm, over mm -hmm, there. Mm -hmm. So okay, you do have sessions for let let's say single women as well. Okay, uh so what I do is I deal with uh, individuals and couples and individuals of course could be singles or even people in relationships but they decide to go out and seek on their own first so individuals and relationships uh, sorry individuals and couples is how I group it because if I say singles and couples then it's as if I'm targeting a specific audience but it's individuals and couples um, and what I do is I offer education training but most importantly guidance uh, I teach them to learn relating skills that okay. help nurture healthy relationships. And uh, I also offer a platform for self-discovery. 
Ah, very important, by the way. It is very important. I think people actually do not take it serious to get to know themselves first. I always tell people, it is very important that you know who you are first as a person before you can host another person in your life. Right, because you have to know what you want as well before you move on. So Mm self-discovery helps you to then get to know who are you as a person, what do you want, what do you seek for in a relationship. And if you do get into one, How do you want that relationship to move forward? How do you want to be treated in that relationship? Right. So um, let's talk about relationships in the context of South Sudan. I don't know what you expected when um, you came came back from Uganda, Mm -hmm. but relationship and sex, the dynamics here are very, very different, right? So um, you mentioned you provide guidance or education, basically. Yeah. And one of the you know one of major problems that we have in this entire country is the sex part yep for sure not necessarily even within um relationships but just sex in general general, right and um it happens that every sexual couple right or every sexual individuals let me say because you don't always have sex just because you're in love yeah right or you're with someone but it seems to be majority of sexual relationships end up in producing a child which becomes a major major problem is Mm -hmm. that something that you include um when you're providing education and guidance for your clients Now, um, I think, first of all, we as a country need to come to a place where we introduce sex education into our educational system. Right. We need to be able to educate children from a younger age to understand the values and beliefs around sex. And sex, actually, especially when it comes to younger people, we need to talk about things like what is sexual harassment or what is the right way for someone to talk to you that isn't bullying or any other form of harassment so all that is really important to incorporate into the system the education system and of course we need to start teaching them from an age of about at least eight uh, teach them the basics from eight and as they go along you then start introducing the more depth Um, They learn more about it. They learn more about it. But uh, with situations like that, obviously, yes, in this country, I think we need to really educate people as well. Um, Family planning. Right. Uh, So we need to really be able to educate people about the fact that when you get into a relationship, it doesn't mean that it must produce a child. Every relationship is not meant to produce a child. Right. <laughs> because relationships are actually like a, um, a stage in your life where you're trying to get to know someone. And getting to know someone should not involve bringing children into the world. Because the moment you bring in an, a third person into the world, remember the two of you are still in your early stages. Right. You know each other very well yet. Now you have a child in the mix. It's like there's a lot going on. So it's always try to be protective of how you involve yourselves in your sexual um, activity because um, always take into consideration that if I have to go into a relationship with someone first of all I must know that I don't want to expect a child this early Hmm. and if I don't want to do that then I have to do the right thing to not get me pregnant right right and of course, there's so many things around. Uh, there's so many um, other ways that you can prevent yourself from doing that. And that should really also be f- for both. The man should be 
uh, caring enough to say, okay, we're still in our early stages of the relationship, but we don't want a child. So what can we do? Let's find ways to protect ourselves. Hmm. Okay. It's two people. Relationships is always two people. So solutions should be two people. Right. Absolutely true. But in you saying that, doesn't that mean that many of your clients or majority of people, let's say that would knock on your door for your services or coaching, um, have many things to unlearn because that's actually what, um, that's actually what we know as a yeah. country, right? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. almost like, um, it's a fact that a relationship between two people should produce a child <laughs> right should produce a child yeah. that's something that we just know i don't know who told us but mm. it's just something that we know also we don't we, family planning hasn't been a thing for sure right so you have adults many many adults right that have an understanding that isn't necessarily true and they need to now unlearn it so your job doesn't actually be begins if you're to resolve um um something for a couple mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. so on then it starts with the couple unlearning yeah 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 well i think what what i do with most of my clients is first of all we identify what the problem is and then address the problems and yes most of my clients actually have children so <laughs> yeah and uh, of course most of them were unplanned most children ah. are unplanned but uh, yes, as a society, I think there's so many things that we need to unlearn, especially in the relationship and the sex um, environment. There's so many uh, taboos or so many uh, societal norms that were implanted into us from a younger age. And we just grew up with them without even questioning whether or not these are good for us or good for uh, a relationship or good for a marriage so there's a lot that we need to unlearn and of course everybody's situation is always different that's why people like me when we come in we help you then identify that okay this is where the area is the problem is so how do we deal with this we right forward. Yeah. right also just noticing between um couples in general not not necessarily that every relationship has love mm -hmm, mm -hmm. involved sure. in it right so um how do you deal with clients that actually come to you but the problem that they're saying they're having isn't necessarily the problem like let's say they're saying we don't get along but the truth is that um you had a child it was unplanned and that became a, a problem, problem in your relationship or um we don't get along because of such and such and such but actually there's no love between the two people. How do you address that? So I think, first of all, what most people lack in relationships is understanding. Mm. We lack understanding. And I think the lack of understanding comes from the lack of communication. So, and these are the things that I teach. I teach people to learn healthier communication, like a healthy way to communicate. So uh, many people get into relationships, and um, I even talked about this in one of my videos. So many people get into relationships, but in actual sense, they don't communicate. Mm. It's like we're in a relationship, but all we do is, hi, how are you? I'm fine. Uh, you go away, we either meet and we have sex and then we part ways and we go away. We meet again the next time and that's it. But we never take time to actually sit down and talk about what is this relationship? Where is it headed? What do we want to do? 
And until you get to the depth of what is it you want to do as two people in a relationship, you're going to have so many other things come in and take away what you could have built. Facts, because I've, we've seen it all over that yeah, um, for sure. because people do not communicate, mm -hmm. let's say, um, of course, attraction is very different from sure. Yeah, sure. loving someone mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. actually wanting to be with someone, right? Sure. And there's a difference mm -hmm. between love and lust at the mm -hmm. end of the day. Mm -hmm. And it seems that many of us do not understand that part. And you find partners or people in a relationship six months down the line and then one person is communicating um oh marriage is not in my plan yeah or children is not in my plan or you know things that are important to you aren't yeah. important for that person and you find out that you've just wasted six months of your of life, your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's another issue how do you now guide um how do you give a better understanding of what a relationship actually is or what it should be? So a relationship is a betterment institution. That's what I call it. So a betterment institution is um, two people come together and they work to build a life together. They create a life together. But creating that life means we both have to put in the hard work to create the life we both want. Not the life I want or the life you want, but the life we both want. And the way to do that is only to communicate efficiently. What do we want? Where are we mm. headed? What do we see? I mean, where do we see ourselves in the next five years? Can we set ourselves goals and work towards that? Mm. So communication, I feel like in most cases is underrated, but it's actually the foundation of every relationship. Now, yes, there are relationships that probably started actually in our day now in the modern day now most relationships start with lust right and most people actually misinterpret it so there's a difference between lust and love you don't meet someone on the first sight and tell them you love them that's a total lie if anybody ever tells you that they loved you at the first time they saw you they are lying <laughs> i think many people in south sudan have Fall heard that, that from <laughs> you know on first sight yes i have heard that quite but, a few times yes and people use such um words to just lure you into believing something that they actually that actually isn't true there is nothing like love at first sight it is lust at first sight and lust means i saw you and you looked so pretty that day and i was attracted to you lust is what you feed your eyes mm. but after feeding your eyes what next so love comes later. Love doesn't come on the first day, neither the second day. Love is built. When it comes to relationships, love is built. And building that, relation, building that love in your relationship takes the two of you putting in the effort, communication. Wow. So for the past four months, you've been in South Sudan and you have been a relationship and sex coach. Mm -hmm. Once you introduced yourself as a relationship and sex coach, what is the reception? What mm. what are people saying? Because I know you've done a few interviews. You've been online putting videos, con yeah. creating content mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. your um, on your field. What is the reception of it, especially from South Sudanese? Um, I think at the beginning, the reception was a bit, um, I would say, negative uh, because, for example, if I walked up to someone and said, oh, hi, my name is Salwa Susie and I am a relationship 
and sex coach. The moment I say the word sex, their faces frown. People get stuck <laughs> in that moment. They're like, what? Did you just say the S word? <laughs> so yes, um, people at the beginning, it was a bit negative. But with time, I think when people took the time to just um, listen in and get to understand what I'm doing, most of them are now starting to come around. Mm. Most of them are starting to come around. Of course, it's going to take me a while to really um, get into uh, people's minds properly. But this is still just the beginning. And I feel like in four months, I've actually made pretty good progress. Oh, no, you <laughs> definitely have. You definitely yeah, have. have. I've have. seen I've seen a few comments online. Mm. Um, and someone was saying maybe she should introduce herself as um, a relationship therapist. Mm. And I thought about it and I thought in my head, no, we need someone that, that's actually bold enough to say no relationship and sex coach or therapist. <laughs> yeah. Because we need to understand that these are things that are important to talk about. We need to for normalize sure. talking mm -hmm. about that specifically. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, for sure. We need to really uh, be able to get into a place where we're a bit comfortable with these things because these are things that affect us on a daily basis. Relationships are actually a huge part of us as people. Right. From the very day you come into this world, you already have a relationship with your mother, your father, your siblings. You're growing up in relationships. And of course, uh, as you get older, you now start to get into the other side of relationships, which is now the romantic side of relationships. So I feel like it's very important that we need to be talking about such issues and talk about sex, especially um, for everybody to learn. Because there are even people who went up to university, but trust me, they do not know what to do in relationships or right. what to do you know, in marriages. So it's very important for us to be talking about it. Right, I hear you. Um, now I want to get a bit technical about the work that you actually do, because as much as we want to think that um, people in relationships have communica only communication problems mm -hmm. or unplanned, you know, pregnancy yeah. problems, that's that's not all. That's not really yeah, all. Sure, sure. So we have um, many abusive relationships let's say, of physical nature, of mm -hmm. emotional yeah. nature. You get clients that you can clearly say, see that this is a toxic or an abusive relationship for one of the two. Yeah. Now, what becomes your response? How do you address that? Now, um, of course, in South Sudan, so many people are in toxic or abusive relationship that we have all witnessed. Um, and when I do speak to my clients, and for example, if people come in for the first time, uh, they're quite scared to tell me that it's actually abusive. Uh, and I think there's a little bit of denial and also the fear to let someone else know that I am actually going through an abusive relationship. Right. And sometimes it's just that they have no idea whether it's abuse. Some people actually don't know whether it's abusive, that the relationship they're in is abusive. So it's now my job to help you recognize that this is toxic. But do you want to fix this? Do you, wa do you both want to go through this? So we talk about it. And I always encourage people that uh, if you want to do coaching, 
uh, it's important that you go as two people because with relationships it is two people so if I help you how about the other party so I need to be able to help you both so you can both move in the same direction right but yes abusive relationships is a big 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 problem in South Sudan and um, empowerment plays a big part um, especially with what I do now when I the platform for self-discovery in depth is actually empowerment and especially for women because I feel that in this country it's mostly women that go through um, that take in the most abuse right. than men. Yes, there are men who go through abusive relationships too. Women are the majority. Women are majority. And uh, what I do with people like that is first of all help you understand that it is not okay to be in a place where a place that produces toxicity for you. Right. Because let's be honest, relationships play such a huge part in our mental health. Abusive relationships play a very, very big negative impact on our mental health and our physical health. So it is making people understand that the stress you're enduring in that relationship is going to grow into depression, anxiety, and with time, you're going to get high blood pressure, you're going to get stroke-related, uh, stress-related issues like stroke, right. and so many other sicknesses. So it's, first of all, making this person understand that what you're going through has a long-term effect, but you can change it. Self-discovery also, with, uh, what I do with self-discovery as well, is to help women understand that you have power, but how do you use that power? You have the power to make decisions. You have the power to make choices. Right. How, how, you, how are you using your power in your relationships? And I think most of us are using our power in the wrong way. I'm not saying that because you have power, you should go out and start being violent in your relationship. No, no, no. We all have power, but we can use that power and generate healthy, uh, healthy lives out of the power that we have. But it's up to each and every one of us. You have to, first of all, make the decision that, okay, first of all, accept that I am in a toxic relationship. Secondly, make the decision that I want to fix it. Right. And then involve the other party. Do they want to fix it the same as you do? If they do, then we need to come together now and uh, give out solutions that now help both of you to communicate better and to be able to like work together more effectively. Assuming that the couple actually um, comes in together, mm -hmm. it's clear it's abusive or mm -hmm. so on. How do you separate the two? Because a lot of the times <coughs> for you to give um, an empowerment conversation, you have to have the person by themselves. Because right. usually mm -hmm. those in abusive relationships don't think right when their abuser is within the same room. For They're sure. very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. how do you separate the two at that point? And then how do you also, if, if they're saying um, they want to fix it, Right. They want to fix it. They want to work it out with right. this partner and right. so on. How do you bring now the partner around? We have many um, entitled uh, men in South Sudan. Also, culture has made it very OK yeah. for women to be abused in relationships. Now you're talking to a wall. How do you bring the partner around to um, what you're doing is wrong?
it shouldn't be how how does that work out i think um education uh there's so many things we do unknowingly there are people who actually abuse others but they don't know that they're abusing them the people i've met who are in relationships and um they they what they 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 inflict pain on their other partner but when you ask them why they do it they'll be like oh i didn't mean to or maybe i didn't i didn't think that was going to be an abusive um, um uh, an abusive thing to do to them so i think it is first of all making people understand that some things are abusive and some things are not right and once once you make that clear to them that this is wrong and this is right it is them understanding that okay this actually can cause pain but this actually can cause something else so uh, making them understand that there is a difference between pain and trying to do the right thing to take away all the other stuff. So um, with people like that, when abusive uh, people come in, like couples come in, I first of all talk to them both. And after talking to them both, I can then tell them that we have to make sure that we have sessions for each one of you independently. Mm, mm, so the first mm. session is for you guys together. And then we s first of all figure out what the problem is. After we figure it out, then I'll be like, okay, I can have maybe the lady come in and see me on such and such a day and then I'll have the guy come in and see me on such and such a day because when they're separated it helps each and every one of them to actually open up a bit more and once you work with them individually for like two sessions then you can bring them back together and after you bring them back together it helps to actually now help it, it helps them to finally like face each other yeah face each other and be able to say okay maybe what i was doing wasn't right and now i've understood that this is the right thing to do okay it sounds very easy when you speak on it but um i'll just give you a heads up that mm -hmm. you have your work cut out i do for you in <laughs> this do. country and i definitely do hope that more people you know go in for for sessions and so on because mm -hmm. those are conversations that need to be had especially with people that are in relationships that are abusive that mm -hmm. are toxic mm -hmm. that maybe need to self-discover yeah. and understand that this is not where i need to be this is not where i want to be and i need to find my way out of this yeah and and especially our south sudanese women by the way i think we grew up being told that if you're in a relationship it's okay for you to accept pain right so um, most of us grew up thinking if you're in a relationship with a guy who does not abuse you He's actually not real. <laughs> mm. Have you been in situations where like one of your friends would tell you, my guy is so good. He really treats me well. He never beats me or never insults me or emotionally abuse me. And you people will be like, what? Are you serious? He That's doesn't not love true. you. No, he doesn't exist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so people actually think that for you to be in a relationship that you feel is a loving relationship it should involve abuse but abuse is not a part of a relationship relationships are supposed to be a place where you create happiness not create pain right i think in one of the conversations that i had um on the show itself we talked about um how in in our minds fighting in relationships mm -hmm. seems to be a huge factor mm -hmm. otherwise you're not in a relationship if you're not 
regularly fighting or someone is yelling at you yeah. or you're mad at each other For sure. uh, on the constant. And I don't know who taught us that. I don't know who told us that. Well, these are some of the things that we also need to unlearn as a society. Is Those are the kinds of negatives that we have put into ourselves. <clears throat> Sorry, we grew up being um, l we grew up being told that it is okay for you to be in a relationship where you're fighting, because <laughs> they believe that fighting actually nurtures healthy relationships, but it doesn't. Yes, conflict is inevitable in relationships. I'm not saying that you should have relationships where you don't fight. Issues or uh, conflict in relationships will arise. Right. That is something you cannot avoid. But how do you fix them when they do arise? Right. Conflict resolution is what I also train people to learn. Conflict resolution. Yes. So That's I do communication skills, conflict resolution skills. Okay. Yeah. I'm in for it. <laughs> okay. So um, in speaking also about abusive relationships, right? We yeah. have a major issue of let's say people are in a relationship and then um, you have... I guess this is more of the sex part. Mm -hmm. You have partners that on many occasions, sex of forceful nature arises. Right. Right. Um, girlfriend and boyfriend, even married people, because yeah. they're things that we don't realize exist, which is um, things like marital rape mm -hmm. or, you know, um, I'm not sure what the term is exactly when, when you're in a relationship with someone and then they have sex with you, not necessarily with your consent, mm -hmm. right? And that happens multiple times. Let's say um, your clients come in and this is something that you're noticing yeah. is happening in the relationship. Mm -hmm. How do you now address that? Um, I think um, with such issues, first of all, I always talk to these uh, to my clients and try to tell them that when you're in a relationship with someone, building respect is something that is very important. Uh, but then again, how do you build respect? When you talk, you build respect. Communication nurtures respect. So um, when you communicate and you tell people how you're supposed to be treated, but then how are you supposed to be treated? That starts with, first of all, knowing who you are, which is the self-discovery part of it. Who are you? How do you want to be treated? And then after learning all that you can then be able to help the other party treat you the way you deserve to be treated communication so um when such issues arise i think i always uh, i always take it back to do you communicate more oftenly about your sexual life mm. in the relationship and if you do what are the things you're not doing right so we try to pinpoint the issue there mm. and when you, once we do that then we do uh so we have for instance uh couples where the other person probably goes out comes back drunk right and he wants to force himself on the wife without her consent i think at that moment knowing that he's intoxicated the best thing to do is to stay away mm. avoid it now i know they will say okay well how, where will i go then right where will I go at that time? But there's always what we call um, talk to this person, pull them down and tell them, baby, no, not today. First of all, you're intoxicated. Let's get you sorted first. And then we can talk about the rest later. I don't think it happens like that. But I don't think a conversation mm -hmm. is um, 
an option at that point <laughs> you got but it boils down to what kind of relationship do you actually have mm. what kind of relationship do you have the foundation of your relationship what is it is your relationship based on good communication is it based on respect is it based on um, the fact that we have to work together if we have issues how do we solve these issues together so foundations of many relationships actually aren't good and that's why so many other issues arise along the way but i always tell people go back to the foundation fix the foundation first you can't build a house on a broken foundation it will never stand okay let me um move on to something else like um b before we came on the show when i just knew that you you were coming on mm -hmm. i was thinking a lot about um how you would address things or if i was to be a a relationship and sex coach i was imagining the type of problems that people are having yeah. which are just problems issues within the context of south sudan right yeah. and yeah. I thought a lot about um, single mothers and divorced women. Mm -hmm. um, you see, culture plays a huge part in alienating um, single mothers mm -hmm. and divorced women where they're not provided with much options for them to have healthy and happy relationships um, afterwards in their, mm -hmm. in their lives, mm -hmm. right? So um, do you provide also guidance for, let's say, single mothers and divorced women as well? I have not yet started offering services for divorced women, but I have dealt with single mothers uh, where we probably were in a relationship and a child came in and probably the guy had to leave or, you know, we have a lot of that going on here. But um, in such situations, um, I think I have two clients actually that I work with who are kind of similar and single moms but um they have tried getting into relationships but they have issues so it's like the relationship is not moving in the right direction and there's always the um the family side of the partner who uh they keep saying oh but how can you go for a woman who's already had a child from a previous relationship right can't you just go get a girl who is young and fresh <laughs> That's what they say. You know, how can you just go get a girl whom, who can give you a child? Um, and, and like the first child should be yours and not from another relationship. So, um, yes, culture does play a big part in that. And I think sometimes it's also family does play such a huge part in the decisions people take, especially when it comes to relationships. Now, with such situations, um, what I do tell people is, First of all, you need to be able to know what is the state of your relationship. Talk to your partner. Is he okay with taking you and your child? Mm, mm. Is he okay with it? If he is okay with it, then it's now up to the two of you to go back to your families, to their family, and try to buy them into the idea that actually having a child from a previous relationship isn't a bad thing. It's okay. It is okay. It is just that I made probably bad decisions, I made bad choices, and a child came along. But the child has nothing to do with me moving on with your son. <laughs> and it has no, it's not going to hinder me from having me, uh, more children if I want to. But it's just making people understand. Sometimes we actually 
make decisions without understanding why we need to why we're taking up those decisions and yes family members so go back to these people and talk to them right but get them to buy the idea that it is not actually a bad thing can you believe that we still have to do that we still have to do we that in this to, country yes in we our do. society we, we have to get the family to buy into the mm -hmm. idea mm -hmm. that you know a, a single mother or a divorced woman, woman yeah. you know, is not a bad thing. It's mm -hmm. not a bad thing yeah. at all. Mm -hmm. um, do you provide the advice, guidance for society? Because <laughs> it seems like they're the ones who need it. Uh, yes, through my videos, I do that a lot. When you I do? Yes. When um, So I, I do videos where I pick up a specific topic and talk about that. And in most cases, I talk to the general public, which is... We grew up in a society that is this and this and that, and this is what the society has put into us. Mm. But in mm. actual sense, it is not supposed to be like that. This is the right way we should be moving forward. Uh, for example, I did a video a few days ago where I was explaining the true meaning of love. How many times do we go around the streets telling people we love them, but yet we don't actually mean it? Right. <laughs> no, absolutely. How many right. guys are out there telling girls like every other day that they love them, but they actually don't mean it? A lot. So when I do my videos, I try to speak of that specific topic, but also trying to let each and every one that's watching know and learn something from it. We need to unlearn a lot of things in this country. And until we start talking about them. Right. We will not know. Right. I think you should also do more videos on um, just empowerment videos for single mothers mm -hmm. and divorced women. Because yeah. a lot of the times they also hold back from being in relationships because they don't think that they deserve happiness yeah, or sure. they deserve a second chance, love and so on. And they isolate mm -hmm. and the child becomes their entire life. And then you find a person, um, you know not actually getting in any form of relationship in their life ever again, which is a terrible thing because regardless of what your status is, whether you're, you know, divorced, you're a single mother, yeah. like you deserve love and you deserve real love, not society, not culture. Nobody should tell you yeah, otherwise. Sure. And we need to, um, provide women with such empowerment. We need to speak to these women directly yeah. because they definitely need it. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually organizing an event that's coming up. I still haven't yet uh, decided on the date, but it, I'll announce it as soon as it's ready. And, and what I'm hoping to really do is talk to people, um, educate people on um, relationships and marriages and how they can impact your lives. Right. And the lives of everybody around you. And of course, I'll talk about healthy relationships and unhealthy relationships as well. So there's a lot to learn. And I think it's still new, the, but we have a long way to go. <laughs> needed, needed. <laughs> very, very go. needed. I would yeah. love if you can come on the show every now and then as well <laughs> yeah. and just do a, a little small segment mm -hmm. providing, you know, um, advice or guidance right. for whatever it is you're, whoever it is you're speaking to that day or at that moment. I would yeah. love for you to come and speak more to people because we can, especially women. Yeah. Right. I love women my sisters out there I know you're going through it and you mm -hmm. need it mm -hmm. so I would love for for us to regularly you know check in 
on women within their relationships and making sure that they understand that you are valuable, you deserve love, you deserve all the happiness in the world. So let me know about the date on, I uh, I will be there. We'll invite (laughs) more people. Before I close up, um, another form of uh, relationship that is arising, not arising, it's been existing for a while um, in the world, South Sudan as well, is digital relationships. You have online relationships, right? You yes. um, you start texting someone DM, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. people slide DMs, in your DMs, DMs. right? <laughs> slide in your DMs. Don't get shy out there. You know, it's happened to you. Don't lie to me. Okay, <laughs> so you have people that slide in your DMs and you end up falling in love with, with someone. Um, or, you know, over the phone or video chat, however it is, it's just a digital or online relationship. Yeah. Do you provide there? Uh, do you provide sessions for such such people as well? I haven't had people that have come to me uh, whose relationships probably started online yet. But yes, I have seen that kind of um, those kinds of relationships a lot. Um, what I do want to say is that when it comes to relationships, um, Yes, it's fine. You can meet people online. It's fine. You can build relationships with people online. But I think it is always important that you actually get to spend time with these people. Because online means I have a specific time to speak to you. Now, given that specific time, I am going to prepare myself so that by the time I speak to you, I am in the right mood to speak to you. But when you spend time with people face to face, they can catch you in any mood. They at will any catch time. you in any mood and your true colors will unfold. Right. And relationships are all about learning, learning about each other. And you cannot learn about people when they're like thousands of miles away from you. You need to be mm. able to, first of all, have time, spend time with them, get to know each other. There's so much, so many of us actually get into relationships and the first maybe few months of our relationships is more pretentious. Right. We pretend a lot. The first few months, oh my goodness. The I first will three months of the perfect partner. Uh, I will pretend to be the perfect partner. Right. <laughs> but give me a few more months after that. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, True. you can create relationships online, but I always advise people to take time and um, to take the initiative and spend time together. Get to know each other face to face. Get to know what makes you angry. What is it that I do that will actually tick you off? I need to know those things about you. I don't want to know them later on after I have married you. No, I want to be able to know them now so that I know whether or not I can deal with you. And if not, can we fix, can you find a way, common ground where we can all compromise? So that's why spending time with each other is very important. You need to build that. Do you think people shouldn't take online relationships seriously uh it depends some people come online and all they do is probably um i think most online relationships actually are excitement more than love it is mostly excitement because you're like oh my god i'm so excited i met this guy or i met this girl but you now need to come back to reality so most online relationships are not real they're an escape real yes and of course you cannot trust that they will last Mm, you can't mm, mm. so that's why again coming together to spend the time together is very important because that then helps you know can this actually go any further how long can this keep going 
That's true. Girl, I watch I watch catfish all of the time and <laughs> it is not yes. pretty. Let me tell you that. Okay, online yeah. relationships are yes. trouble. And but people it, the, actually sorry, and people actually can pretend to be anything they want to be online. True. True because yeah. they actually can mm -hmm. decide what time they're speaking yeah. to you mm -hmm. or what they look like yeah. when they're speaking to you, for how sure. they act when they're speaking to you. Yeah. It's impossible for you to actually have a whole mm -hmm. idea of who, of they, yeah. who the person mm -hmm. is. Okay, those of us that are online and listening in, keep your online relationship on a deck, okay, <laughs> until you meet that person because yeah. Selwa is dropping some truth bombs over here, even for me. I need to go check my DM and figure out what I'm putting on deck, okay? Uh -huh. uh, yes, I'm in your boat too. Okay. But um, I'm glad you said that because the next, my next point or topic that I wanted to... um. Mm ask you on is addressing like online relationships mm -hmm. that end up with people um having video intercourse mm -hmm. i i don't want to say the you know the famous words <laughs> i do not want to say that so that's the best i came up with you'll take yeah. me as i am today so um yes video intercourse right yeah. and the issue with that is that now out of things like that of rising digital form of gender-based violence mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know is now on the surface which is revenge porn mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you have that happening um every other week yeah. we hear of some video that is leaked or yeah. something that is put out of someone else and it's revenge porn yeah. what what are your thoughts on that well, I think, um, first of all, I, I don't believe in uh, people doing, um, what did you call it? Online what? Online sex? Video intercourse. Video I don't intercourse. even know if that exists, <laughs> by the way. I, I don't think that, especially for people who start relationships online. Yes. I've had scenarios where girls have reached out to me and they're like, um, my boyfriend is pestering me about sending him my nude pictures. Mm. What should I do about this? The first question I ask them is, how do you feel about it? Because um, if you don't feel it is all right for you to do, then that is going against your values as a human being. Right. So it is always down to you. How do you feel about doing it? Now, with things like sex tapes and all of that, I really do not agree with stuff like that because you don't know people. People can change Anytime, I can love you today and wake up tomorrow morning and not feel the same way. Right. And that's why I keep telling people, don't marry people for just love, but marry people for more. Right. Because love is something that changes. Love is a feeling. Today, I can feel happy and I'll tell you I love you. But the, tomorrow, when you find me angry, I'm not going to be able to love you tomorrow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? So having stuff like that and having tapes like that all over or sending your nudes and stuff like that to people, you are at their mercy. Once you do that, you are at their mercy. The moment you do something to take them off, they are going to tarnish you. Right. Right. And we have seen how many people have been tarnished with such. Uh, Absolutely. I so agree. I mean, the advice that I usually give is not certified, but it's advice. Okay. Um, it's do not send 
um, no. anything that compromises you. Do not yeah. do that. But I also do understand that when we fall in love, we fall stupid in love. Mm -hmm. And we do things that we wouldn't do on a normal. And that's where such video, that's where such videos come from, right? Because you love the person and you trust them and you end up sending them something and they end up putting it for every for the world to see you really so um do not send things that compromise you please think about it twice if you have to consult someone do that I'd rather you do that and expose yourself to a friend yeah. than to have someone expose you to the maximum but it's not all on you right it's very little on you the people who are actually um, putting out videos like that of other people Stop doing that. Stop being a terrible human being, right? Revenge porn is a criminal act. <laughs> Stop yeah. doing that, okay? Stop doing that to people that you supposedly love, people that you supposedly trust, and they are supposed to love you and trust you as well. Stop doing that, please, to people. That is not the right thing to do. So you think about it as well and talk to someone about it. If you're angry, talk to your partner. Yeah. If, uh, you know, like, let's have a bit of communication and mm -hmm. do not harm someone's um, life like that because such things can be very detrimental. Oh, and let yeah. me just remind you that suicide, depression is not far away from the South Sudan block. No, it's, it's happening. It's happening all over the country. So please have a heart and be a decent human being and stop doing that. Thank you so, so much for coming in today. I have been excited about this show ever since I found out that you were coming in. And I can't wait to have more conversations and actually hear about what you're doing and how much you're impacting our um, society. Do you have any last words for South Sudan? Um, yes, I do have last words. Uh, my fellow South Sudanese people out there, I think we do go through a lot of relationship and marriage issues. And I just want to say to you that it is very important for you to seek assistance when you feel something isn't right. Uh, seeking help, help, uh, seeking help is very important. It helps you to actually fix some issues that are beyond you. So seek help when needed. Thank you so much, Salwa, again for coming in. And I can't wait to have you, you. you know, over more and more. I, I'm giving you another six months, oh, thank you. you know, to be around. <laughs> and then I'm sure the conversation is going to be oh, different. <laughs> right. So I can't wait yeah. for that to happen. But congratulations on introducing us to this uh, new thing that is talk of town. And hopefully everyone will continue talking about it because yeah. we need it to happen so thank you so much for coming in and thank you everyone online abroad yeah. and on air for tuning in and listening into our show this is gender talk 211 my name is eva lopa and i will see you next thursday same time same place again you have a good night and drive safe